Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode 28, When You're Exhausted. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast today. So good to connect with you. All right, here we go. When you're exhausted. Well, as you know, we put on our conference this past weekend, our Arise and Shine Wellness Conference. It was really beautiful and amazing. I am so grateful to the many women and a a few great men that came to support it. And we heard back so many wonderful comments like this one from Arlene. She said, can I just say that that was one fabulous, fantastic, amazing, beautiful conference today. I'm so grateful I went and so pleased with the content and all the amazing work that went into making this such a beautiful experience for all of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you, Arlene. That means a lot. And it meant a lot when I received that text. And thank you for showing up. Well, today's episode is about feeling exhausted because that's honestly how I felt on Sunday after the event and Monday, and I'm not gonna lie, most of this week. When you push yourself to the limit and reach the finish line, then there is going to be some downtime. But I posted a meme on my social media and in one of my groups this week, and I had a lot of responses and likes, and one gal said, yes, please, more of this. So you're probably familiar with the saying, she believed she could, so she did. Well, I love that. And this is a version of it. And it said, she believed she could, but she was exhausted. So she made time to rest first and did it later. Well, I love that even more. And it so resonated with me. And I wanted to talk about what it means to take time to rest and why that is so important. It is definitely a fundamental that affects so many other areas in our life. It's harder to have the energy to move when you're tired. It's harder to eat well when you're tired. It's harder to be positive and happy when you're tired. Well, this comes from Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep. Scientists have discovered a revolutionary new treatment that makes you live longer. It enhances your memory, makes you more attractive. It keeps you slim and lowers food cravings. It protects you from cancer and dementia. It wards off colds and the flu. It lowers your risk of heart attacks and stroke, not to mention diabetes. You'll even feel happier, less depressed, and less anxious. Are you interested? Well, it may sound hyperbolic. Nothing about this fictitious advertisement would be inaccurate. If this were a drug, many people would be disbelieving. Those who were convinced would pay large sums of money, even for the smallest dose. Should clinical trials back up the claims, share prices of the pharmaceutical company that invented the drug would skyrocket. Of course, the ad is not describing some miracle new tincture or cure or all wonder drug, but rather the proven benefits of a full night's sleep. The evidence supporting these claims have been documented in more than 17,000 well-scrutinized and scientific reports to date. As for the prescription costs, well, There isn't one, it's free. Yet, all too often we shun the nightly invitations to receive our full dose of this all natural remedy with terrible consequences. 
Failed by the lack of public education, most of us do not realize how remarkable a panacea sleep truly is. Close quote. Well, when we are rested, everything else seems to go better in our lives. Our mood is better, we eat better, we're more likely to exercise, and the list goes on. Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson, who's the medical director of Take Shape for Life, said that exhaustion can impact both your mental, emotional, and physical health. Here are some signs that you are exhausted or sleep deprived. One, your mind is fuzzy. Your brain needs sleep like a car needs gas. Neither runs very well. Unknown caller. On empty. Among other things, your body uses sleep to stabilize chemical imbalances to refresh areas of the brain that control mood and behavior and to process the memories and knowledge that you gather throughout the day. Well, this is especially important during the 90-minute period known as REM, R-E-M, Rapid Eye Movement Sleep. When it's disturbed, your mind might be sluggish the next day. No wonder moms, and especially moms with young children and babies, that wake up during the night are exhausted. Number two, another way you might know is that you're struggling with your workouts or exercise. Being exhausted causes every aspect of your life to suffer including exercise, according to Dr. Anderson. Exercising requires mental focus as well as physical activity. If your brain is falling behind because you are not well rested, your ability to properly challenge your body will also be limited. Number three, you're super stressed. It's no surprise that stress can keep you up at night, but the way you deal with it is what might cause exhaustion. Stress uses up a lot of energy. And when your body is running on empty, there's a good chance your stress levels are at their highest, which won't do you any favors. According to the American Psychological Association, stress and sleep are closely linked. When they do not get enough sleep, 21% of adults reported feeling more stressed. Well, adults with higher reported stress levels fare even worse. 45% feel even more stressed if they do not get enough sleep. It's a vicious cycle. You're stressed because you're not getting enough sleep, and you're not getting enough sleep because you're stressed. So another area that you can identify that if you're sleep deprived is you're eating more junk food than usual. The more exhausted you are, the more you crave high fat, high carbohydrate foods. Exhaustion often corresponds with high levels of cortisol, the stress hormone. To decrease cortisol, your brain will often seek out a hit of the neurotransmitter serotonin. Serotonin is a calming hormone. An easy way to access it is by ingesting comfort foods full of carbs and fat. So this can turn into a vicious cycle. All the junk food can just wind up, wind up making you feel more exhausted. The elevated insulin levels actually cause blood sugar to plummet. So your brain triggers more cravings for something full of sugar, fat, and calories. Then it starts all over again. The National Sleep Foundation recommends an average of eight hours of sleep per night for adults. But sleep scientist Matthew Walker, the author of Why We Sleep, says that far too many people are falling short of that mark. He says that human beings are the only species that deliberately deprive themselves of sleep for no apparent gain. Many people walk through their lives in an underslept state, not realizing it. Well, I know personally that this is something that I need to pay better attention to. I find myself falling asleep rather easily or so tired 
by mid-afternoon, I, you know, will take a nap. Well, Walker offers suggestions and strategies for getting the recommended eight hours in. And he says that you should not actually stay in bed for very long while you are awake because your brain is this remarkably associative device and it quickly learns that the bed is about being awake. So you should go to another room, a room that's dim. Just read a book. No screens, no phones, and only when you're sleep returned, when you are sleepy, return to your bed. And that way your brain relearns the association with your bedroom being about sleep rather than being awake. Another thing that people can do if you don't want to get up and go to a different room is actually try meditating. This is something I do as I'm falling to sleep and also first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. So I always like to take a look at what the scriptures say about, about what we're studying. Well, in DNC 88, 124, it says, cease to be idle, cease to be unclean, cease to find fault one with another, cease to sleep longer than is needful, retire to thy bed early that you may not be weary, arise early that your bodies and your minds may be invigorated. Weary includes both your body and your mind. Weary is physical fatigue, and also you can lose your patience once you're exhausted, or your mind might be affected by discouragement. So does this sound accurate for how you might feel from not getting enough sleep? Not only are we tired, but our hardships and trials seem bigger as well. We get more easily discouraged, and I know for me, I'm, I can easily lose my patience, and this is what it means to be weary. So to make lasting change, knowing your why is important. So why do we retire to bed early and get up early? Well, it says in the scripture, so that we might not be weary, and that, our that our bodies and minds will be invigorated. I thought it was so interesting what Matthew Walker shares in his book. He shares the astounding stats found in the global experiment in which 1.5 billion people are forced to reduce their sleep by one hour or less for a single night each year. So you've likely been part of this experiment, otherwise known as daylight saving time. Daylight savings time. And I know that that's going to change in the near future. But he states, in the northern hemisphere, the switch to daylight savings time in March results in most people losing an hour of sleep opportunity. Should you tabulate millions of daily hospital records, as researchers have done, you discover that this seemingly trivial sleep reduction comes with a frightening spike in heart attacks the following day. Impressively, it works both ways. In the autumn, within the Northern Hemisphere, when the clocks move forward and we gain an hour of sleep opportunity time, rates of heart attacks plummet the day after. A similar rise and fall relationship can be seen with the number of traffic accidents, proving that the brain, by way of attention, lapses and microsleeps in just as sensitive as the is just as sensitive as the heart to very small perturbations of sleep. Most people think nothing of losing an hour of sleep for a single night, believing it to be trivial and inconsequential. But but Walker says it's anything but that. So what can you do to get more consistent sleep? So here are a few tips. One, try to be consistent on the time you go to bed and the time you arise. Two, wind down, meditate, or save your phone or computer before bed. We live in a time where we have easy access to our computers and phones, and the light actually makes it difficult to fall asleep. It is also a distraction. and can be hard to unwind when we're 
on our phones or watching Netflix or whatever you might be doing on the computer. Number three is avoid eating or exercising at least a couple hours before going to bed because that uses up energy and gets your digestive system going. So just avoiding that helps us go more into a calm state. Of course, making your environment more conducive, having a cooler temperature, we can darken the, you know, our blinds, make sure your bed is comfortable. All those things can help us with sleep. Let's talk about just for a moment, more of the benefits from rest, because it's amazing that there are so many, and sometimes we just don't take a look at it or we take it for granted. When it boosts our immune system, several studies show that um, our immune system is increased in the long run when we get more rest. Two, sleep improves your, your memory. The National Sleep Foundation did a study to test how our brains can improve our memory. And researchers found that while we sleep, memories and skills are shifted to more efficient and permanent brain regions, making for higher proficiency the next day. So while you're sleeping, pieces of knowledge can be pulled together from different experiences and part of your brain to create novel concepts concepts or like aha experiences. I know for me, often I will go to bed with a question in mind. And honestly, I feel like my subconscious brain goes to work and I get answers. I might awaken in the morning with the answer or insight or inspiration. So number three, sleep restores and energizes. Sleep um, or lack of sleep actually makes us weak. When you sleep, your body and brain re-energizes the cells, it clears waste and creates memories. These processes are key to protecting your overall health, mood, appetite, cognitive ability, and libido. But it's so important to prioritize our self-care, which includes getting enough rest. And as moms, we need to be sure our children are getting the rest they need to be fully functional and so they can be their optimal self. I know for us, everyone is pretty exhausted as the school year is winding down. There's lots of performances, early morning practices, and late nights trying to get everything done. So we need to be mindful and watch, watch our children and make sure they are getting the rest they need to be able to really fully function. So honestly, this episode was as much for me as anyone else. And a good reminder to be sure we get all the rest we need to be at our optimal self. So thanks for tuning in everybody and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye.